Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to Dice Roll, the queerest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where you ask hard questions like, can you date just one head of a two-headed body, or does it have to always be both? I mean, if they want to share. <laughs> yeah, but like, what if they... <clears throat> you could just date one. I mean, I got Won't two hands, be... baby girl. But what if... What happens if you're really not into the personality of one of them? Well, then you don't date that well, one. Yeah. But that's gonna get they're different real people. awkward, real. No, yeah, I don't think so. As they long have, as as long as you they, communicate properly, everything will be okay. They have the one body, man. Well, do you do are you, do you have to do you have to bang? Yeah, but like, must everything be about real. sex? You fucking Creighton? I know. I'm <laughs> saying if you want to go for a romantic dinner, you're dragging fucking Jeff with you. Like you're there for some. Well, okay, She's listen. Sexy. So I think I, I think that they're already in on that deal because they already share a body with this person. So they like, what's that's for them to communicate yeah. with each other, right? Yeah. But what about your comfort? You don't like it's just me and you and you and me and your friend Steve. Do 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 Steve. If you're not comfortable, don't do it. Don't do it. Just straight up, don't do it. If you don't like it, don't do it. But but what? Can you make the head go away? You're being contrarian. Like right now. committing a murder? All is fair in love and war. Sun Tzu said that. It's not. Um, he didn't. Girl. He didn't so, say that. Um. <laughs> we like to just play some Pathfinder. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> when we last left our adventurers in the Abomination Vaults, the Fog Fen Few met in the Drunken Dragon to discuss their plans. They briefly talked to the leader of the Osprey Club, Yan Yizmera, and she told them that the boat that they found belonged to a now missing group of thieves, and she asked you to go find where they might have gone. Meanwhile, when you went to speak with Doriana Memhines, Ulrich spoke to her and found that she has psychic powers of some sort, ones that she does not fully understand herself. But she's a bad feeling that bad things are coming to Otari. The three of you regrouped and made your way back into the dungeon, trying to seek out what exactly is the source of the awful light that shone upon Otari. When the Fogfen few returned into the vaults, they went deeper into the cathedral portion 
that Ulrich had uncovered earlier. They found themselves standing in front of a strange shrine to a god that they do not recognize. But as they approached the altar, they heard the creaking of bones and a glowing of strange light, and they turned to find two awful skeletons pulling themselves up and shining with an internal light that makes you feel sick to your stomachs. And everyone. I'd like to ask, uh, you ready to hop into character? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah. (laughs) Strange light shines in through the awful stained glass windows at the back of this shrine. Ulrich, Silk, and Fiore, the three of you turn as these skeletal monsters shamble forth glowing with an awful light. The tree of you get into a position as these monsters crawl up towards you, preparing to strangle the lives from you, or as they reach for their weapons to cut you to pieces. I want to ask quickly before we hop into uh, combat, how's everyone doing right now? You turn around and there's these genuinely quite frightening monsters coming towards you. What's up? Silk screams. Uh, He screams. <laughs> I think Fiore is more sty- startled by the scream because it was so startling. Um, he's like, ah! Uh, but I, I think he he's pretty like he puts on the determined face. Like he's got his he's got his scimitar and he's like, I can handle this. Ulrich, I think, is uh, looking between like the altar and the stained glass window and the 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 undead and going, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. <laughs> what have I got myself into? <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, everyone, you'll be glad to know that uh, what you've gotten yourselves into is some sort of combat encounter. And everyone, I want you all to roll initiative, please. I thought we were just going to take turns dancing. No, that's actually not how this game works. (laughs) Hey, hey, Silk. Yeah? Take a look at what you rolled. Is that that a nat 20? That's a nat 20, mon frère. Mon frère, I'm so fucking scared I shit myself and I kill them all. <laughs> Silk turns around, shrieks, and pulls a gun. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> wow. That's just, that's just canon. That, damn, uh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that's a second nat 20 for Ulrich. Hey, what? Hey, okay. Begin encounter. Top of the order. Ulrich Revra, how do you go so fast and so quick? Like, what what prompts you to do this? Silk, we know, is screaming. Why are you jumping out like this? Um. <laughs> so we have established that Ulrich has, like, very good hearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's a combination of, like, um, the scream and him kind of snapping himself out of, like, the what do I do lord kind of situation when whatever is down there uh because there's there's something like shambling towards us right yeah yeah there's skeletons blood okay so uh just the sound of like one of the skeletons like bones moving as it kind of shambles towards us and Ulrich just immediate the immediate reflexes and the response of danger and shoots the arrow (laughs) (laughs) Uh, because you got a natural 20 on your initiative, 
uh, the classic dice roll home rule, you get four actions this turn. Um, what are you gonna do, bud? Since he already had his bow and arrow out, uh, he is going to make a first strike. Okay. Ooh, that was a 13. A uh, 13 is unfortunately a miss. You shoot at uh, the the skeleton, but it kind of like goes tr in one rib and out the other, and mm -hmm. it's still shambling towards you. And space is tight. This thing is clobbering towards you. You don't have a great chance to aim. You yep. have three actions left. The hell do you do? Uh, swap to the battle loot. Uh, you swap your weapon, uh, putting the longbow out and pulling out your battle loot, getting ready to smash this guy in the face. Okay. What now? Two actions. Uh, two actions is going to be... Uh, one shall be Courageous Anthem. Your fingers strum over the strings of the loot and magical music empowers the tr uh, all of you. What kind of music are you playing? What's what's the vibe with this one? So you know how in uh, video games the there's like a spectrum of battle music, but this uh, uh, this one in particular I think is like you are in danger, but you are not going to back down. Mmm, a real courageous anthem. I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, Alric, as that music flows through you all, uh, you drop a plus one on everyone's attack rolls and saves against fear checks. Um, which is fantastic, I'm sure. And you have one action left, uh, Alric. What do you do now? Uh, uh, then I think Alric is then going to um, cast Guidance on Silk. Okay, what do you say to Silk as you put a hand to his shoulder? These things are dusty, decrepit, and everything that you do not stand for. They can be taken down. Hopefully quite easily. <laughs> well, well, Silk, it is your turn now. And you know what? You do have four actions. <laughs> what the hell do you do? I fucking Freddy freak it. <laughs> <laughs> I am a hundred percent shooting this one right here uh, to the left. Or no, to their right, I guess it would be. Um, their right, our left. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm gonna hand of the apprentice. Okay, shoot your arcane bullet. Ooh! I heard the noise. I was tapped out, but I heard the noise. Oh, that's a twenty. Oh, that's a twenty-nine. Oh. Well, buddy, you'll be glad to know that that is a critical hit. Dang. Dang. Roll me that damage. 26. Holy shit. Yeah, you shoot the hell out of this skeleton, uh, blasting into its uh, skull and knocking like a huge fragment of its like forehead to pieces. Nice. <laughs> and Silk, it's still going, unfortunately. Oh, my that's God. The, that's the bad part. It's still coming towards you. You shoot Fantastic. your uh, cool arcane gun at this thing, and it stumbles back before it slurks forward and looks at you, and you see inside its skull just an awful glow. And it opens its mouth, and it hisses, and it says... <laughs> and Silk, you got three actions left, buddy. What do you do? Oh, get away, little freak. Soka's going to cast Hydraulic Push. Okay. How does this look when you cast it? I like to think that these are all just like different flavored bullets and they all just come out 
a different way. Um, so the, uh, the way that this one comes out uh, is it's just a giant fucking wall uh, of energy that comes out from the gun. Uh, it's not even like a bullet leaves it. It's like he shoots it and there is just a very fast moving force that comes from it. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's blue. I think it's a deep blue. Very, very nice. Okay. Uh, and I use a hero point. You shot quite wide, I'm afraid. It's a 22 now. Roll me that damage into this thing. That's going to be 11 damage, and it's going to be pushed back five feet. Okay. Well, Ritz, this thing is standing next to a wall, so it won't take any fall damage if it's only five feet. Again, another home rule. Force movement into a wall <laughs> does damage equal to fall damage. But fall damage only starts after five feet, so you don't t he doesn't do any damage. However, yeah. Ritz, mm. as Silk shoots this torrent of water out of their gun, you smash him with bludgeoning damage. And this is a skeleton. They're not very good with bludgeoning damage. In fact, one might say that they are weak to it. Oh. Can you believe it? So, Silk, as you shoot your gun, you blast that skeleton to smithereens into the wall, destroying it. Except, that's weird. Huh? The skeleton shatters to pieces, and yet something is left behind. You're kidding. The glow. <gasps> and the token uh, that I had on the map has now changed oh. to show a strange blue glowing light. And this glowing light, even though the skeleton has fallen to pieces, it shrieks and it says, uh. This glowing light almost looks like a skull made out of like weird ambient light a trick of the eye and it is shimmering as it emerges from the bones and it hisses angrily and so do you have any actions left it was one action to do kind of the apprentice and it was two actions to do hydraulic push so i have one action left that's right okay what do you uh, do <laughs> the glass shield baby okay Silk, you raise your starlight shield, preparing yourself to knock back whatever the fuck is coming. And that is your turn. And Silk, I've got bad news. Mm. That light, it kind of zips around. And when it moves, it doesn't move normally. It's not like it flows from one place to the other. It's almost like a UFO zipping up, down, right, left, up. But it is not flying towards you. It is flying away. It is, seems to be retreating. And it's going to use its first action to uh, move 25 feet. Then its second action to move another 25 feet. Hmm. And it stops by the skeleton. You're fucking kidding the, me. Of the teeth that you guys met on the way in. Oh, shit. I hate you. I hate you. And it zips into the skeleton and you know what that skeleton gets up uh -oh. does it does and it get up it has used an ability of some sort you don't know what sort but you can tell that it seems to have healed itself somehow and is now that new skeleton 
is slowly tromping towards you guys from the back, uh, from the entrance into the cathedral. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hmm. The other, uh, the other entity, you guys don't know what the hell it is, is gonna surge forward towards you, Ulrich. It lets out a hissing shriek as it uh, comes for you and claws into your shoulder, Ulrich. Okay. Oh no! Oh. <gasps> Wait. Oh no! It is far. It is. Uh, I can't reach it. You can still reduce Ulrich's damage from this. I can't. And step. Oh wait, yeah, I can. You will, wait. You don't have to do damage to it. You can just, you can just reduce the damage Ulrich takes. Oh. He's not within reach. You can still protect Ulrich by rushing forward and like. I'll let you decide how you are able to pull him out of harm's way and like reduce that damage. How does this look, Fiore? Um, I think that maybe he sees it happening um, and he takes a five foot step like diagonally down. So he's like in front of Silk and diagonal to Ulrich. And I think he like, Mm -hmm. I think he sees like a piece of like a, like a, like a stone, like it's rubble. And I think he goes to kick it to try Mm -hmm. and like knock the sword so it doesn't do as much damage. Like, they lose the grip a little bit and it only does as, like, a little bit of damage. Okay, so as this, as its claw is coming down into Ulrich, uh, Fiore, you kick a rock into its arm and kind of, yeah, you make it, you make it flinch a little bit. So, Ulrich, you will have, uh, five resistance against this attack. Because okay. he rolled a nat 20, he is going to unfortunately get a critical hit card. Yeah. Um... And this is going to be... That's going to be 10 damage. Okay. Uh, times 2, 20 damage. Minus 5, 15 damage. So, it still claws into you. And unfortunately, uh, Ulrich, the thing that you roll is muscle wound. Mm-hmm. It claws into your shoulder real bad, and it cuts deep. You are enfeebled too until you are healed, because this thing tore into you badly. Okay. You know, a whale of pain as this uh, strange light piloting the skeleton lets out a... And it is now going to try attack you again. Okay. With its second attack, it is now going to try bite into your neck. And unfortunately, that is going to be a, another hit. That's a 21. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be... Max damage. 12 more damage. Oh god. Jesus. How is Ulrich doing? Not good at all. He is bleeding. Yeah, this thing is like, it is hooked into you. The skeleton is biting into your neck. Its claws are raking through your flesh. You are hurt. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a good day. And hey, real fast, I just want to say, how much HP do you have left? How much HP do you have exactly left, Ulrich Revra? Bro. Five. Hey, if if Yori had not kicked that rock, you would be down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit. Thank you, Fiore. Oh, my. Thank oh you, Fiore. <sighs> Speaking of thank you, Fiore, it's your turn, Fiore. <laughs> your buddy is in a lot of pain. Um. And there's a terrible... You thought it was a skeleton? Is it not a skeleton? You don't know. Fiore is going to, uh, with his... It takes one action to do lay on hands, right? 
That's right. Uh, he's going to use his first action to lay on hands uh, Alric because they're in immediate danger and I simply will do that. Thank you. 12. You can take that 12 healing. Oh, thank goodness. Thank you. And then on top of that, Alric, you have a plus two to your AC for one round. Um, oh, thank God. Fury, how does this look? The effect? Um, I think it looks like, you know, those, uh, the halos and like, like the, the, the cool halos in, in, in like Catholic, like Christian art where it's like the sun behind a guy. Yeah. Yes. It's like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> okay. And Ulrich, uh, I think maybe there's like a golden shimmer that will sometimes pass over your body. The shield of fate, the light of Saren Ray is keeping you protected. So ooh. your AC is jacked up for a moment. Oh, um, and because of your healing, your muscle wound heals, and you are no longer enfeebled. <sighs> Tank God. Christ, right? <sighs> I need you to know that um, when I hover over him, it says... When I, fu- when I hover over Alric, it says, seen better days. <laughs> yeah, the, like, the damage things in this fucking weird thing are so funny. It's like at death's door, yeah. not feeling good. <laughs> I love it. Perfectly fun. <laughs> Yeah. God. Uh, uh, Fiore is going to move from where he was in front of uh, Silk to um, on the line um, behind the uh, behind the skeleton guy so that uh, Ulrich is flanking mm-hmm. for him. Okay. So he will now be uh, off guard against uh, both of you uh, as you s- jump behind him and get ready to kind of catch him in the back. And then I'm going to attack. Okay. Oh, there's nothing I love more than having than only needing to use one action to attack. I'm going to use my hero point immediately. Good call. <laughs> that was a critical miss, unfortunately. I'm going to roll again. Oh, you're fucking with me. The two noises just immediately, uh, one after the other, that's... that's- beautiful. It's perfect. That is gonna be a critical hit. Teehee! Roll me that damage, uh, Fiore. And remember that you have the vitalizing um, rune on your sword. I do. Which is going to really mess up this unholy creature. I do. Um, 18 damage, please. Oh. Oh my god, what? 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 Is that for realsies? Oh my god, sorry, one second. Uh, hey, I didn't notice about vitalizing. So, you, your weapon is the vitalizing rune, right? Yeah. A vitalizing weapon pulses with vital energy, dealing an extra 1d6 persistent vitality damage oh. to oh. undead. Die, which this die, thing die. is. <laughs> and on a critical hit, it is also enfeebled until the end of your next turn. Okay. So you're not just doing an extra 1d6 damage. You're doing 1d6 damage every turn. So that's 18 damage. um, And it is now taking persistent vital damage. Uh, Holy shit. Okay. It's not looking great. Let's be real. Um, Is that your turn, Fiore? Yep. Okay. Ulrich. How are you feeling, bud? Better from the healing. 
this thing was mauling you up until a second ago, and then Fury slipped behind it and, like, smoked it. It's still going, but it's turning away now, and it isn't paying attention to you. What? What's up, man? I'm gonna take the opportunity to, um, whack it with the, the battle loot. This is always gonna make me laugh. If I had a nickel for every time Ulrich bent a skeleton over the head with a loot, I have two nickels. <laughs> okay. So, then, 24. <laughs> 24 is a fucking hit for sure, man. Cool. Roll me that damage. Uh, wait. Uh, that's two damage from the battle loot. <laughs> um, wait, this is bludgeoning, right? Yes, it's bludgeoning. <laughs> he takes an extra seven da- He takes an extra five damage. Oh, uh, uh. So that's seven damage total. Um, but also, because you are a warrior muse bard, uh, do recall that you t- uh, smack exactly in time to your music, which continues your uh, courageous anthem. That's true. And you have two actions left, Ulrich. What now? Uh, try again. Okay, go for it. Uh, 15. 15 is just a hit because, Ulrich, you are flanking with Fiore. Um, it's turning now to look back at you again, and then you smack him a second time. <laughs> Roll me that damage. Four damage. Plus, plus the extra five. Yeah, that's going to be nine damage to it. Uh, it's not looking great, being honest. Ulrich, you reckon if you land one last hit on it, you should be able to kill it. But also, are you really going to attack three times? <sighs> I'm considering it. <laughs> Don't fall for dairy sweet. It is a minus oh, three. It is a minus three, though. Then you all, all you need to roll is an 18. Come on, mm-hmm. man. Oh yeah, God. all I need to roll, dairy. huh? Come on. Dairy. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> uh, Dude, I've got the sick flask of Amontadalo. I gotta share with you. Jokes on you I like Edgar Allan Poe I fucking know that story by heart I know what happens Yes they share a lovely flask of Amontadalo Yeah And someone gets buried alive It's fine All you have to do is roll an 18 You're Mm -hmm. luckier than that schmuck Don't fall for his fucking schemes (laughs) One more bludgeoning strike will kill it Even if you roll minimum damage <sighs> My rolls have been so bad, though. Yeah, that means you wrote a good one. That's how dice work. That's Bro. not how dice work. <laughs> Studies show that all gamblers give up right before they hit the big one. You, oh I'm, I'm like God. that, but with Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Derry? You know what, Derry? Just this once. Just this once. Just Yay. because I'm the one that keeps fucking your bosses so hard. Yay. <laughs> Give me blood. Give me Payback. blood. What do you? Yeah, but what are you gonna do when when she rolls an eighteen? Well, it's not gonna be an eighteen. It's actually gonna nine. be a twelve. It's a nine. It's not a. It's not a crit fail, which I was really hoping for. You're no, such a dick. That's my one bit of spite uh, go, going out the door. <laughs> All right, you hmm. do strike twice in good succession, but the last one, unfortunately, the uh, the skeleton uh, blocks your attack. Uh, kind of pushing your wrist out of the way as you swing a turn time. Um, okay. Silk, it's your hey. turn now. You got three actions, and bad stuff is happening. There is an awful mm. skeleton over there. There's an awful skeleton that's just claimed the corpse of that thief, which isn't great. 
being honest, you don't love that. Um, what do you do? Both of them look pretty badly beat up, I will say. You know what? Because Silk is so worried, uh, having seen Ulrich get his shit push him, um, I'm gonna use my. I'm gonna use up all my first ranks and use Force Barrage. Oh, okay. Go for it! You're gonna unleash a, a, a fucking silo of magic blasts? Yes. Uh, it's gonna be one into the one that Fury's fucking up, and then two into the one uh, that got his new hot bod. One for him. That's gonna be four damage to him. Okay. Uh, it takes that damage, and you can see that the skeleton is crumbling to pieces. And once again, you see the same thing that happened before, where the skeleton falls apart, but left uh, floating where it was is that weird skull-shaped light. And now shoot those other missiles into the other guy far, far down to the south, clambering towards you all. Seven. Very good. Okay. Those, uh, that second uh, barrage shoots through the air and acts into this uh, teeth skeleton who is already being pummeled to pieces by you. Woof. Woof. Is that your turn? That's it, baby. Okay. The first of these strange light creatures, the one to the south, the one that's currently inside a skeleton, it's going to use all three of its actions to do something very scary. Oh, God. Its jaw goes slack and its eyes start to glow. And then... It shoots a fucking beam out. And it's gonna catch Silk and Ulrich as it shoots out a massive cone that's gonna catch both of you in this awful ghostly light. I need both of you to make me a fortitude save, please. Against this thing's death light ability. Can I do something about that? Unfortunately not, Fiore. Well, good luck. Fucking God, what's with all the roll rolls today? You know what? I have another hero point. I had three starting this fucking... <laughs> yeah, you, you've been hoarding those hero points over the sessions. Yep. Oh, but hero points are supposed to be uh, removed at the start of a session. Nope. You gotta nope. keep them like a little, little dragon hoarding stuff. To, to me, I feel like it's like if... You, if Like, you, I don't think that you can add on the daily one. But if you do cool things and get one... I think that you should be able to save them if you don't have another chance to need to do a cool thing. Exactly. Uh, that is a 23, right, Lou? That's 23, yeah. 23 is a success, and uh, that is... What did you roll, Silk? I rolled a 25. Okay. Well, you both are going to take 1d6 void damage as it attacks your soul directly and you both take one damage. <laughs> Whoops. Ouchie. Well, hey, if you'd... I'll be real fast. If you guys had failed that roll, this would have been bad. You're very lucky you succeeded. It only took one damage. Wow. Um, it's the other uh, of the, the weird lights turn. Uh, this one is going to shriek out and I kind of twitch around again. Up, left, right, diagonal, up, down, right, you know? Um, and it seems to be almost frantically looking around before it settles its eyes on you, Ulrich. Huh? And it is going <laughs> to... Alone. 
plunge its fangs into you. What? This thing got fangs? It does. It's got ghost fangs. That's a 21 to hit. Okay, that hits. Okay, well, let's see if those ghost fangs bite. Uh, That is going to be... Oh, shit. Try me. Um, I'm going to use Retribute Strike. Okay, well... See if you hit him. Oh, man. Well, unfortunately, that is going to be a critical fail, Fiore. As you try, go for it. Unfortunately, uh, you accidentally fling your weapon out of your hand. I think um, maybe as your sword is about to connect, you feel like a ghostly shiver go through you. Um, Mm -hmm. And you are going to throw your sword 25 feet north, I'm afraid. So it clangs into the wall. That is fine. Uh, however, Ulrich, you are only going to take two damage instead of seven. Thanks, Fiore. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, at least it does the stuff that I wanted it to. It is then going to try bite you again. It seems to be honing in on you. And you don't know why. Uh, that's going to be another 23 to hit. That's another hit, my friend. Son of a bit. Okay. It's like really trying to maul you. That is an additional 12 damage. And with his last action, with the almost in a panic, it continues to bite into you. Fucking God. And that is unfortunately going to be a critical miss. Ugh. Which means that uh, it is going to... Oh, it seems to be really running out of uh, energy somehow. Um, mm-hmm. It is slowed to until the end of its next turn. But okay. that doesn't really matter because as its turn ends, Fiore, even though your sword is nowhere near you, you see your holy light from your sword powering through this weird light. And it lets out one final shriek of... Oh, shit. Before it is turned to dust by the power of sunlight. Oh, my God. And now, Fiore, it is your turn. Um, so your sword is way up there, and this creature is way down there. You could go fetch your sword, but you might not have time to go get the thing down there. You might have to improvise and come up with other ways to destroy it. Um, Fiore is going to rush the guy. Okay. And then use lay on hands on him. Okay, so you rush forward, no uh, no sword in hand, you charge up to this teeth skeleton, and you uh, pull up your hands, which are now glowing with the light of Saren Ray. How, you have to make me uh, an attack roll, right? Uh, e- actually, it, it's a save. Or, oh, this thing has to make a save? Yeah, I think so, apparently. I clicked it, and that's what it says. Okay, well, that is gonna be a fail. That's a 10. So roll me that damage, and on top of that, he's going to have a minus two to his AC for one turn. Okay. Which, as that same shimmer of light is defeating him. Eight. Fiore, as you push your hands into this thing, the skeleton's body is destroyed, and uh, it is left instead with one HP as a shimmering light. Um, And like I said, that... Shimmering light is now tinted yellow as its AC is dropped considerably. 
Mm-hmm. And is that your turn? Um, yes. Okay. Ulrich, it is your turn. You are a fair bit away from it, but this thing is like, instead of flickering around the way it has been, it seems to have almost frozen in place. What the hell do you do now? Um, okay. How far away? You can easily swap to your bow if you need to shoot him. I was just checking a spell real fast. No problem. Um, yeah, I think Ulrich actually might stay where he is. Uh, okay. And just shoot the fuck out of this thing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's being held in place by holy light, so you've got a clear shot. Yeah. Uh, it's a 22. A 22 is going to be a hit, even if this thing weren't frozen in place. Ulrich, roll me that damage as you shoot the hell out of this light. Six damage. Ulrich, how do you do this? Uh, these fucking... They've had enough. <laughs> they've had enough of this. And I think with the considerable distance from uh, him and the light, he just... It's, it's pretty quick to um, anybody else's eyes, but he does take, like, pretty much... Um, it, it's pretty much a half a second between him pulling back his uh, his arrow and it dying. Holy shit. Alric, you shoot into it. It lets out one final wail of... Before the light is dissipated. And the combat is over. Dice Will Roll will return after these messages. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Well, Ulrich is right now, um, I think, fallen on his knees and casting Soothe on himself. <laughs> Still kind of uh, drops down squat uh, next to him. It's like, are you okay? You look awful. <laughs> hey. Seen. Seen. Much better. Uh, if you uh, keep healing yourself, uh, give me like 10 minutes. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. Uh, is he like brings out bandages? Fiore is going to pray to uh, Saren Ray to get his focus points back. Okay. 
Would you like to roll a medicine check or a nature check? I believe you have natural medicine, uh, right? I have natural medicine, so okay. I, it's, uh, yeah. Go for it. Give it a shot. You're not expert in nature, are you? I I am. Okay. Well, in that case, you can try for a higher DC with a higher output of healing. Ooh. I will go for uh, DC 20 with plus 10 healing. Okay. Go for it. Got it. 21. <laughs> okay. And at the end of this, Fiore, <sighs> as Ulrich is bandaging his wounds, Fiore, you uh, say a prayer over him and heal him for an additional 12 HP, bring them back up to full HP. I will also point out that Silk and Fiore took basically no damage the entire fight. Meanwhile, Ulrich is <laughs> mauled by a skull that you still don't understand. <laughs> what did I say in these 10 minutes as you were like tinking with each other? Oops, That's nasty, wasn't it? It was... You're telling me. It was weird. What were those things? It almost looked as if, as if they were trying to find something to possess. They were definitely undead. It was the closest thing to death, so it definitely went off to me. Hey, take a hero point for figuring out their mechanics. Real nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> you figured out exactly why they were hounding you like that. Yeah. They want your bones. <laughs> that makes sense. And I was so sure I killed it at first. It's really weird. Well, if the skeleton was acting as a skeleton does, you would have killed it, but that light. Uh, and Fury's like, and we're in a church too, or some sort of chapel. Would you guys like to roll a recall knowledge check to figure out what's up with that? Sure. Yes. Silk? Hmm? You know for certain what these things are. You've read all about them before. Oh, okay. Ghosts. <laughs> I love the way you said that. <laughs> you know, Silk has like a, like, a, like a very like concerned face as he's like squatted down next to Auric and he, he, <laughs> he like hits his fist against the palm of his hands and he's like, oh, they're ghosts. Um. Yeah. You, you think just ghosts, though? Alric, you don't know. <sighs> no point, I suppose. Could be. Fiore. <laughs> you. <laughs> Fiore. As silly as that sounds, you actually. Tank Silk isn't necessarily that far off. It's just what it's a ghost of that is unusual. Because you have heard very old fairy tales about these. Mm-hmm. You believe that was a corpse light. A corpse light? A corpse light is the ghost of a will-o'-wisp. Why would that be here? Oh. So a will-o'-wisp is, um, the, they are these elemental creatures um, that uh, kind of exist on the edges of society. Um, they lure people deep into the, the mires or into places of danger so that they will either perish or become extremely afraid, both of which feed the will-o'-wisps. But if a will-o'-wisp starves to death, it might rise as a cold, blue, glowing sphere 
of spongy wetness. A corpse light. A corpse light instinctively seeks out a host to dwell within, as its physical form quickly deteriorates, if not hidden within a dead creature. Hmm. Well, yes, but it's not... Oh, you you died, and it's the ghost of a will-o'-wisp. Um, and then I, I think he continues to explain the rest of it. Hmm. You don't believe that, Silk? Semantics, and he, like, brushes his hand on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that does sound actually pretty right to you. Hmm. <laughs> Explains a lot. He's like, okay. Now, who has the undead killing rune? Is it the paladin? Yes. I, I <laughs> For a second, I thought it could have been the bard or the wizard, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But I don't understand why it was here. Perhaps now that they're gone, we could look around and gather more pleasing information. That is true. Would you like to roll me a perception check? Okay. Yeah. Silk kind of looks at Ulrich uh, and is like, are you okay to look around? Oh, I'm fine. Um, healing plus bandages, it made me feel better, even if sore. Tough boy. <laughs> He's not looking at Silk. <laughs> As you all look around, Silk, so you are disgusted by how many cobwebs around this place. Ugh. Surely the rest of the campaign <laughs> will have less cobwebs. Um, Please. Ulrich, you skirt around the altar. Okay. And you find something hidden beneath the altar. Oh. oh. Loot! Oh, oh, hell yeah. <gasps> Things. Yes! Inside the shrine compartment. Ulrich, Ulrich finds loot. <laughs> <laughs> God. Take, take a hero point take a hero Yay. point um, inside uh. the shrine you find two scrolls uh, rolled up and not used in some time huh. and they're strange scrolls a scroll of sleep and a scroll of grim tendrils oh my sleep obviously puts someone to sleep Grim Tendrils summons um, several tentacles which will uh, pull at the life force of creatures that are caught in it. Oh my god. So obviously a scroll can be used as a one-time thing, or mm. it can be used to add to a spell book or to learn it uh, like a repertoire. Okay. Hmm. So hmm. Uh, for example, Silk, you could easily add these to your spell book. Ulrich, you could spend some time studying them and learning how to use them. Okay. They're pretty nifty spells. A little concerning to find in a church. Yeah. Alaric looks at these. Looks at the stained glass. Giant hand with star fingers. <laughs> he squints and keeps looking around for anything that would uh, pertain any indication that Grim Tendrils is appropriate to have in the altar. <laughs> you get the feeling that maybe this isn't a particularly nice deity. No, um, but Ulrich uh, gets up from where he's crouching and holds up the two scrolls. 
Um, I found these. Oh. Do you think this is? Oh. Do you think either of these would be useful to you, Silk? Lovely. Let me have a look. Hmm. Grim tendrils and sleep. I think he is a little bit creeped out by grim tendrils. Um. <laughs> well. I could certainly find a use for any spell. Okay. Do you take out um, your spell book? Tell us about your spell book. Come on, man. Tell us about your spell book. <laughs> Silk takes out the Astronomicon. <laughs> what? That name goes so hard. Right? So, tell, what does the Astronomicon look like? This is your spell book. This is where you keep your notes on magic. And it's also supposed to be where you write your notes for your thesis, but who knows what that's about? The, uni- the School of Universal Theory is eclectic. Um, this is the gaudiest book you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> uh, the cover is like plush, dusty blue velvet with silver and gold trimmings that like hang off of the sides of it. Um, you don't know how this thing even fucking opens. What, like, where it opens from, it's... <laughs> it's ridiculous looking. Um, and it's got, uh, it's got Witch Helm scrawled across the front of it in, uh, gold and embroidery. Whoa. Oh, it's just really fancy. Oh, do you like? Yeah, it's really fancy. I made it myself. That's you made that. really cool. Of course, and he, he literally does a spin around. And he's like, "I make everything I wear." Anyways, uh, and he puts he puts those Impressive. scrolls directly into some pages in the book and kind of squishes them. Okay, when you have a little more time, you can transcribe them. I will say, as yeah. this was happening, Fiori, you went and checked out that skeleton that you fucking holy blasted earlier, mm-hmm. and you can see that this seems to have been a thief who maybe got got by those uh those uh corpse lights mm. um and you can see on his bo- uh person there are several uh items you see as a, a he had a nice rapier uh, a dagger a couple of daggers even but more importantly he had a healing potion a dark vision elixir and a silver ring which looks like it could have been worth a nice amount of money Ooh, okay you take any of it um, yeah, I mean, I don't think Fiore is ag- is against, like, when somebody is, is li- li- found there. Um, he is, wait, d- does he look like he's, like, just a random thief, or, if, or is he, like... Yeah, it looks like he's been dead for quite some time. Okay. Um, Fiore is, like, uh, this guy's loot. Oh, yes. He had a magical item on him, I remember earlier. Um, I just want to make sure that we at least put the rest of his body to rest, maybe. <laughs> I'm not a... Fair enough. Like, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with using things that people who've passed away aren't using, but I'm not leaving him on the floor here. Fair point. You don't have to. No trouble there. Uh, Silk goes through his shit. <gasps> He's got a healing potion. Mm-hmm. He does have a healing potion, but he was left... He was dead by a door that in the wall. A secret door that seems to be actually, Yore, slightly open. <gasps> Ooh. It seems to be leading down a secret passage. 
Okay. Um, I think that they should take the stuff and then sell it later if they don't want to use it. Mm -hmm. Who wants the healing potion? Who wants the dark vision elixir? Alric, take the healing potion. <laughs> that's... Alric will probably take the healing potion. That's real, though. <laughs> I don't have dark vision. I have low light vision. Right? No. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I have low light vision. You want the dark vision elixir? I'll snatch it. Okay. There you go. You've cleared out uh, the, the these uh, this room. Now what? There's a half-open secret door in front of you. Detect magic? You're not getting anything super magic from beyond there, no. Hmm. Nothing I can sense in there. Care to take a peek for the group? You all right? Yeah, I could do that. You step ahead. How do you open the... Because it leads into a very small chamber, and then there's another secret door ahead of you, which seems to open into something else. What Fiore is going to do is he's going to use one hand to have his shield, like, in front of him, um, so that he can still see, but he is covering most of the vitals. Mm -hmm. So you're using the Raise a Shield expiration action. Very good. And then I think he's going to open the door with his other hand and go through. Okay. And you peek true. And Fiore, you find yourself looking into a sanctum of some kind. It's a triangular room that might once have seemed comfortable, but after years of rain and exposure to the elements through the two arrow slits in the northwestern wall, the room's divan, armoire, and tapestries have fallen to decay. This looks like it was once the the lounge of someone very important. Fiori's hmm. like, one sec, I'm going to scout ahead. And then he's going to make a perception check. Okay, yeah, you see, under the divan, which I have no idea what that is. What's a divan? Divan. Oh, it's uh -huh. like uh, a sofa or couch. Oh, it's, oh, you know, like uh, those, la like, we got, we call them like psychiatry chairs. You know the ones? It's like a long. Oh, you mean like the draw me like one of your French girls type ones? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a chase. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. Point is, Fiore, as you creep in and make a look around, and Silk and Alric, you two look at each other nervously as Fiore enters, uh, you find a rusted ring of keys. Ooh. That might be useful later. Keys? Hmm. Actually, I think they're just decoration. Bruh. Yeah, they're just set dressing. Oh, so true. Uh, <laughs> okay, you picking up those keys? Yes. They land in your inventory with a satisfying clink. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Fiori, the other two are poking their heads in, I can see. What, what do you say to them? Fiori looks at them and he's like, uh, I think it's safe. I don't see any immediate traps or anything. Um, I found keys. Oh, Ooh. perfect. Those should be useful. Very much so. Let's get to searching. Uh, are you going to go through the south door? Yeah, I think so. Fiore is still holding his shield up. Fuck it. Okay. What about the rest of you? How are you two exploring? Because uh, Fiore has his shield raised. And um, here I've asked you all for a exploration activity. 
I'll I'll do the I'll do the uh, uh the mechanically how we're searching, but just know that Silk tries so 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 hard with all of his soul, body, and mind not to touch any cobwebs. <laughs> and I, and I think Ulrich is just looking around, um, trying to see if there are any other hidden things or other clues as to where the the thieves are looking for are, uh. I guess just keeping an eye open for anything. Okay, so you're searching. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. So you, you will automatically roll perception every time you enter a room. Okay. And anytime you pass through a space in general. Okay. Um, so you guys are kind of slowly making your way forward. And Fiore, you're standing at the front of the group. Do you move into the room to the south? Yeah. Okay. Well, you push the door open and you move into another room back down to the south. The ceiling here has collapsed in the southwest corner of the room. The walls bear several shelves, but the books and papers once kept here have rotted to ruin long ago due to the exposure to the elements, as has the wooden desk and the chair in an alcove to the northeast. Now, as you're moving in, Ulrich, you immediately spot something. Wee, what do I spot? I want everyone else to make a perception check as well, but Ulrich, you specifically immediately do see something. Okay. And it's the desk. The desk here, beautiful desk, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, whoever owned this place was very well off. It the One of the drawers has kind of fallen open, and you can see inside, let's go, baby, it's more loot! This time in the form of tree Ooh. vials. Hell yeah. Oh. Ooh. Um, a comprehension elixir, a skeptic's elixir, and an elixir of life. Elixir of life obviously heals you. A comprehension elixir lets you read any language as if it were common. Ooh. Oh, okay. And a skeptic's elixir allows you to see true lies, giving you a plus one to your perception checks and DCs to notice falsehoods. Uh, whether they're spoken or written deceit. Huh. So if you ever really need to see, can I trust someone? Just pop quick slurp of this. <laughs> Don't like that. Didn't like that terminology. Okay. Who wants okay. who wants what? We're all very useful. For very different reasons. Oh, I can hold on to them. You're right, uh, doesn't anything. I think Alric sure. does, like, uh, present them to the others and go, does anyone need anything from here? I mean, they're all useful, but I don't need anything. Silk? I do want that comprehension elixir. It could be very useful. All right. Here you go. Thank you. And I shall hold on to the others. Yeah, of course. Okay. Thank you, pretty desk. <laughs> <laughs> And Thanks, pretty does. Silk, as, as you're looking <laughs> around, though, Silk, I think it's you who sees it, Dan. Oh. There's a secret door. Another one. Uh. In the wall. You narrow your eyes a little bit as you step forward. A rotating shelf. It's like something out of an old story. You pull a book back, and the shelf slides open. And you find yourself staring down a flight of stairs. Well, 
You knew that they were around, but you stare down them. Call of the Abyss pulls at you, and they go down quite deep. What do you guys do? I think <sighs> Silk has one hand on the frame of the door very gently, uh, and he's almost like completely stepped into the room where the stairs are, and he's kind of like looking down it. Uh, he looks at Fiore and he looks at Alric. Consider me entirely perplexed. Per- uh, why? I want to go down these stairs. Hmm. I mean, look, look, I mean, he looks down the stairs. They go deep. It is dark. And Fiore, even as your eyes kind of like pierce through the darkness, it is so deep and dark, Fiore. Cannot see what waits on the other side. Is this the way that the Mitchflits came true? Is this how they came to the surface? Beyond here, is this where the mushroom-eyed men lie? Huh. I mean, I already wanted to go deeper, but... Do we want to go down today? Well, we discovered most of the area. I think we only have, what, a few more rooms out to the west side? That's true. I think it would be a good idea to go down. But do we still want to explore the rest of this area first? Well... Well, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, plus, maybe if things get too difficult and we have to come back, then we'll still have something else to do that isn't dangerous. True. So, should we go? Yeah. Okay. To the depths. Oh yeah. And you all are making your way down the stairs into darkness. The door closes behind you all and you make your way deeper into the abomination vaults themselves. Let's bring you all now to level two of the dungeon. And let me open up the next map. Are you guys ready? Yes. Oh, uh, I'm so scared. Hold me. <laughs> I fucking hold you, brother. Brother, I grab your balls. Grab your balls. Man. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro. You let go of my nuts. You let go of my nuts. No, you. <laughs> <laughs> You like going nuts, brother. <laughs> okay. There is no, there there is nothing like ruining Terry's day. Um. So I will say, <clears throat> as you guys make your way deeper, one thing becomes very immediately clear. Mm-hmm. It is dark as fuck down here. Oh my god! Even Fiore, like I said, you have dark vision. It mm-hmm. is so dark, Fiore, that all color leeches from your sight. You are <laughs> only seeing it in black and white right now. Fiore's like, I can see the dark. It's all, it's, uh, there's no color anymore. 
Ulrich and Silk, uh, it is so dark that you cannot even see the others. You are like, your hands crawling alongside the walls. You guys are going to have to do something Jesus. about this. I think the fear is like, okay, oh, stop. Okay, hold on. I'm lighting a torch. And Fiore lights a torch. Good okay. call. Gods. Fiore, you light a torch. Huh. And, oh, you find yourselves now in a very narrow walkway. But you're, you can see not too far ahead, there is a door. Open that damn door. I'm going to open the door. Okay, well, Fiore, your hands are full. You've got a shield in one hand and a sword, uh, torch in the other. Oh I God. think... That y- I think that you don't understand what holding a shield is like. Okay, do you kind of just like, yeah, you're good? I have worked in food service for five years. You can open a door with things in your hands. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, yeah. I've worked in food service for five years. I've used a shield before. Um, <laughs> funnily enough, the tray that you hold cups on, you could use as a shield. Okay, well, it's you pretty open it. It's sturdy, that thing. You do open it. And what you see beyond, it seems to be an abandoned guard post. Um, three plain wooden chairs sit along the east wall of this otherwise empty room. That's it. It's a, it's it. a small enough room, maybe like 10 feet by 10 feet. There's three chairs, and that's it. As soon as you enter... Ulrich, you make me a perception check. Okay. You're seeking, remember? I am you seeking. Normally w- See, normally you'd have just looked around and been like, weird, and kept moving. But because you're seeking, I'm like, ah, make me that perception check, mon frere. Okay. Uh, critical success. Ulrich, uh. that middle chair is suspicious. You know why it's suspicious? Why is it suspicious? Three of the legs are normal, but one of the legs seems to be built into the floor. Almost like you're supposed to twist it like a lever. Like open some sort of secret (gasps) door. I I think Ulrich... We're we're on a fucking roll right now with secret doors. I think Ulrich approaches the middle chair and goes, Okay, so both of you, get me up. Uh And then he twists the chair. What the- oh. Whoa. Oh, I dungeons. <laughs> is that normal? Not really. Not when a chair is built into the ground. Oh. As soon oh, as you my. twist that chair, a door grinds open. Oh, hello there. Uh, whoa. It's a bit destroyed back here. Yeah, uh, so let's discuss this place real fast. Because um, you walk out... And you find yourselves in what seems to be a processional? A processional? Like a long corridor made for religious purposes. Hmm. This long, ten-foot-wide hallway has a vaulted ceiling arching to a dozen feet high. Three broken metal brackets hang from the ceiling. One to the south, one to the north, and one in the middle. Although what the frames once held is unclear. The floor is strewn with pieces of rotten wood and twisted metal. To the north, pale green light shimmers around a closed door's frame. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, is everything okay? Anything of note? 
Well, there's a door on the other side with light coming from it. Oh. Uh. It goes. Yeah. There's a few more doorways a as lot well. Of them. Yup. So how should we go about this? There's a yeah. There's many many doors. But like I said, a door way to the north is shedding weird green light. Like it is. You can see darkness all around. Nothing but darkness. But then, at the very top of this corridor, a door which is like green light glowing from beneath it. Of all the doors, that's the most suspicious one. I will also say, you can hear the sound of movement and something alive in these dungeons. Hmm. Suddenly, I don't want to be down here anymore. There's scrap metal everywhere. And these arches above made of, like, steel have, like, eroded... And also, Fiora, you've been in dungeons before. You like dungeons. Mm-hmm. There's a few minor dungeons around Atari, usually like one floor deep. Uh, yeah. They're never like this. This has so much in it. Here's like, I think Fiora puts like, like he, he tilts his head and he's like, this is really weird. I've been in the dungeons around Atari. I don't know if you know this, but I I, I like exploration. Huh. But they're you, they're usually only like a floor deep, maybe a little more, you know, a little bit more dug out. And I've fought you know some bad guys. This is huge, like this is unreasonably huge. Do you think it goes deeper? If it's this big and it's the second floor, yeah, mm. I do. Hold on. And it's Silk already got that weird out. light that was... Uh, mm-hmm. Silk pulls out his Astronomicon and opens to a blank page, and I think that he's gonna start scribbling down a map of some sort. Oh, okay. Alright. Uh, I will give you a... I'll give you a bonus to survival checks to navigate this place. Okay. Pretty good. Take a hero point for being clever. You'll need it. Thanks, Pookie. Bro. Don't so, like I said, Barry. there are doors <laughs> everywhere. Um, like, on this corridor alone, from where you're standing, you can see two tree doors. Um, two of those doors are pretty close to you. But then, again, up to the north, there's that glowing door where you can see, like, light crackling through the bricks. Why don't we get the worst out of the way and quiet what needs to be quieted? Yeah, sure. that door's gonna bother me for the entire time we're here if we don't look at it. I'll be in front, okay? Okay. Thank you. Sound of scampering nearby. Uh. <gasps> Alright, Fiore, lead the way. Uh, which door is the glowing one? Way up it here to the All north. the way up. Is it this yep. one? Hmm. All the way up. Okay, then Fiore is leading them. I will say, uh, Silk, as you are getting closer, you are getting magic from that place. Oh, there's something in there. That makes sense. It's, it is glowing green. Um, as you get to the top of the corridor, uh, you immediately are getting weird vibes from it, yes. 
there are even more doors. You get to the top of that corner, it makes an, uh, an L turn, and you see one, two, three, four more doors, like, just lining the walls. Oh, goodness gracious. Hmm. This looks like drawing as they walk. Fiori takes note of the other doors that are that way. Um, and he's still holding his shield up, just in case. And he's like, okay, quiet. Um, and I think he tries to open the door to peek through. Okay. Well, open the door. What it's the a, fuck? It's a turret. <gasps> oh. It's a fucking it's turret. No. This 10-foot square washroom features an iron bathing tub to the north and a commode to the southwest. The northern wall glows and shimmers with rippling ribbons of eerie green light. And before you can react to the spooky turlet, something actually quite unsettling happens. All three of you see those green ribbons of energy on the walls slither and they turn into a word and then another word several words I was Otari and then those ribbons slide down the wall and slither across the floor like a serpent beneath your feet and they seem to be moving somewhere. Ugh. Uh, follow it? Yeah, come with me. Uh, okay. Yeah, it is like slithering along slowly. Uh, how are you guys doing as you follow this weird light? Fury is like so worried. He's so worried. What the hell I did that mean? I can't overstate how concerned mm. he is. Uh, I think Ulrich is both thinking about. <laughs> I think Ulrich is both thinking about the words and trying to figure out what this light even is in the first place. Well, follow it. Keep going. Go, go, go. Uh, it's leading you along these winding paths, and then it leads you into another big room. A ruined table and several destroyed chairs lie in a heap in the middle of this room, along with several large bones. Uh, oh. Oh. Ah. And uh. those bones begin to tremble. Yeah, here we go. And... You see the um, the line seems to be dancing around the room. Almost like it's... You don't know what it's doing. It's just kind of moving erratically around the room. Is it like in, a, in the same pattern or is it just moving erratically around here? Oh, erratically. Just like slithering all over the floor and you don't know what it's doing. Uh, but you're not particularly worried about that immediately. Mm -hmm. You're worried about the bones. Are the bones getting out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Why not? Oh, fuck's sake. Unfortunately, not into a regular skeleton. Because regular skeletons aren't nine feet tall. Oh, yeah. Normal. They aren't covered in metal armor. And they don't have the skull of a giant bull. Oh, why not? 
What Bonitar? I'm saying is most skeletons aren't those of a minotaur. Yeah, okay. Sure. As this line dances circles around it, backing away from it and then lunging forward, this skeleton creaks up, looks down at you all, and lets out an awful bellowing roar before it charges at you all, ready to cut you all down to size. This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. A Potato, Derpy Gamer, Quinlan Boss, Princess Alavi, Emily is Gay, Dexton, Meowmai, Abigail Wallet, Knight the Werewolf Teacher, Ashley, Actually a Bot, Violet, Seraphine, Kyle Damon, Sol Gris Lobo, Phoebe Jeebies, Daisy Gilliam, Lux Rexus, Better Than Stormcrow, Sam Stryker, Tony Saunders, Mita, Arave, Belmonts, Pause for Effect, Should I Pause? Ferric Falcon, Luis Loza, Ares, Alexander Criswell, May Cohen, Skyly, Generally Tricked, Transgirl Trish, Baal Punyon, Giant Catman Extraordinaire, Matthew Wilson Krasnovich, Tillon Shark, Glitch HD, Jace Snooks, Jonathan Love, G Barbera, Luke, Clown, Simon Strange, Seth, Kira, Lichelope, Gizmo, Cass, Fable McElduff, Ava, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Sky Evangeline, Triceratops, Anna Maria, Jordan, Emily Laderna, John the Bookwater, SS66 Seeker, and Dame Valerie the Third. If you'd like to see what you can get for helping us keep it rolling, check out patreon.com slash roll today. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.